This episode is brought to you by Dietz and Watson. Uh, Molly, it's time we have the talk about hot dogs. Oh, oh, okay. Well, hey, (laughs) I'm looking for a hot dog that's the real deal, Matthew. Like a classic hot dog that like when you think of like the platonic ideal of a hot dog, Mm -hmm. I recommend Dietz and Watson's Dietz Dogs. Ah, well, I've heard that they're handcrafted and made using only Dietz and Watson premium meat. I can vouch for this because Dietz and Watson sent us a big box of hot dogs and other delights. And wife of the show, Lori, and I had them for dinner last night. We had uh, the classic beef Dietz dogs with uh, toasted buns with sauerkraut and pickled jalapenos and Dietz and Watson ballpark style yellow mustard. Do you think you'd recommend Dietz and Watson hot dogs for fried rice? Oh, yeah. Fried rice with some sliced hot dogs. I'm going to be doing that soon. Wife of the show, Lori, is going to be making the hot dog flour buns from Christina Cho's cookbook, Mooncakes and Milk Bread. Very excited for this. Mm, And I'm especially pleased because Dietz and Watson does things the right way. So this means like no additives, no fillers, no artificial flavors, no cutting corners. You can feel good about this stuff. Dietz and Watson. It's a family thing since 1939. Shop now at Dietz slash the right way. That's Dietz, D-I-E-T-Z, and Watson.com slash the right way. I'm Matthew. <laughs> And I'm Molly. And this is Spilled Milk, the show where we drink claws. Uh, I can't even do a voice like that. I feel like an idiot. Yeah. Um. <laughs> have you ever done the? Oh God. Everybody knows the name of this, but me. The thing where you po- where you take a picture of yourself and it it shows you what you would look like if you were a woman or if you were old or in my case, like if I were. What if a you're man already or... both of those things? Anyway. Have you done? It's like face. Yes, and then and then it like something. it steals your face and uses it. it in like sends it to Russia. Russia. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, I've done that. Ash and I did it, and Ash made themselves look like um, like a very like very very femme woman, and I did the one that it made me look like a man. Okay. And I looked so terrifying i mean i truly <laughs> look like do you want to see it yeah, i look I like do. a menace we named my alter ego brett nice um, yeah i mean and, I mean, <laughs> and ash does this <laughs> upsetting but nice ash does this voice that is the brett voice oh, okay and it has a laugh that goes with it that's like <laughs> i'm gonna get ripped bro <laughs> yeah that's gonna be us on this episode <laughs> uh this is spilled milk the show where we cook something delicious eat it all and you can't have any and uh, our topic this week, uh, we wanted to pick, it's Halloween today, and so we wanted to pick the scariest topic we could think of, and that is hard seltzer. <laughs> like, so if you've got a Halloween party and you and you want to get lit or goosed or what are, I don't uh, know. I don't know what people drink anymore. I don't know what people do at parties, never have. Okay, hang on. Molly's, I'm just vamping while Molly's looking for a picture. So, um, and also Molly did oh. the research for the steps. Okay, here we go. <gasps> oh, that's, that's. This is Brett. That's terrible. <laughs> anyway, I wish I had, Brett has other photos that are even more horrifying, but I can't find him right now. Anyway, so um, yeah, today we're talking about hard seltzer. We're going to be mostly talking about White Claw for reasons that I'll go into in a minute. But okay. it, it is far and away the brand, uh, yeah, the, the industry leader. I don't know if leader. anyone really expected anything else. Okay. I did get one can of a local brand. Okay, cool. Hey, Matthew, will you uh, walk us down your hard seltzer memory lane? Okay, so 
I mean, when I was a kid, we had uh, there were Bartles and James wine coolers. I remember the ads for them, and I think I think this kind of fills the same drink category. Wine spritzers, you think, are the same category as hard seltzer? I do because not literally the same, but but it's like you know that category like exploded into you know Mike's hard lemonade, which is that the maker of White Claw? It is, yeah, yeah. like all kinds of like you know alcoholic fruity drinks, like Alco Pops. That's that's what they're called. And then and then I was like, oh, we're just like drinking a bunch of sugar. We should probably do that less. And this came along to fill the same like the niche of like I don't want to really taste alcohol. Mm -hmm. I just want to get drunk. Yeah. Niche. Yeah. Okay. Well, so uh, your memory lane is Bartles and James? Uh, yeah, that's, did, that's my memory. Did, uh, yeah, I like did you the ever commercials. taste it? Yeah, definitely. I've never tasted it. I mean, you know, it tastes like it's it's like soda, like wine, wine-ish flavored soda. Is there a difference between a wine cooler and a wine spritzer? Um, is a wine spritzer just like when you add I, I feel like a, yeah, a wine to... spritzer is like something you would make at home. Okay. Whereas a wine cooler definitely suggest that like you bought the bottle okay and also okay. I, I think i don't think wine cooler i think wine coolers have, have really faded mm -hmm. from from the popular imagination but yeah. we're bringing them back i mean i think a lot of our listeners will be as perplexed as i am right now given that i didn't think of wine coolers at all when i was researching this yeah well it's like it's kind of, it's kind of like the category of like suspicious alcoholic beverages exactly okay i i, I that's fair my memory lane of hard seltzers is, uh, is is very brief, mostly because I did not think of wine coolers. I was recently, about a month ago, I was at a wedding for Ash's sister. Uh -huh. Ash's sister has always had a lot of male friends. And the and Ash's sister loves to play video games. Okay. And and just uh, they are you know like Ash's sister uh, knows all the drinking games. Like, okay. Like Ash's sister basically uh, grew up on a different planet or went to college on a different planet from me. Okay. I've never done a drinking game. But you have played video games because I've seen you play the hell out of Super Mario 2. Yeah. Anyway, but I would say that Ash's sister and I don't think she'll mind my saying this is kind of like a like a like a bro's dream girl. Okay. Okay. Did she marry a bro? Wait, she, was it her wedding? It was her wedding. Okay. And you said I, it was I a wedding that, for her, so I wasn't sure if it was just if yes, it, was, it was her, her wedding. wedding or just like a wedding held with her in mind. Yeah. <laughs> I don't she know wasn't what that there, would be. But we got her married anyway. Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you do that? Can you like marry in someone in absentia? That seems problematic. <laughs> I bet this sounds like a premise for something. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, yeah. You told so me she... earlier you didn't have an idea for your next book in mind. Married in absentia. <laughs> Chelsea has the nicest friends. And and wow. I can't hold my alcohol like they can. Okay. Okay. Oh, so I mean, I'm, as as longtime listeners know, I'm I'm good for like three quarters of a drink. Okay. So at this wedding, it was like a weekend long. It was kind of a like a summer camp vibe, and people were drinking White Claw with breakfast. When you say it was a summer camp vibe, there was like a thing where girls were washing their hair on a mountainside, <laughs> and there were like horses somewhere nearby, uh, and uh, arch an archery range. <laughs> No, no, but there was, um, there was a lodge. 
there was a volleyball net that Ash and I failed to set up, and instead we played an impromptu game of field hockey with the PVC pipes that were supposed to be holding up the volleyball that net. That sounds fun. And um, there were definitely mosquitoes. Okay, that's an important camp thing. Um, there were cabins. You had to walk to get to the bathroom. It was, okay, it was a right. really yeah. it was a really great vibe. Anyway, um, there were coolers all over the premises, stocked with White Claw. Yeah, it's the drink of the moment. By the time it is the it drink is of so 2019, trendy that by the time this episode airs on Halloween, it'll be over and no one will know what we're talking about. Yep. Anyway. I, I was going to have my first White Claw that weekend, but the truth is I didn't really want to drink during the day because it was really hot, and I knew I would want to drink it during the festivities at night. Okay, and but then was, by the time was night no, well, there was like, there was like no White Claw officially available at night, like at the bar. It seemed oh. like people were like bringing their own White Claw oh, to B-Y-O-C. the wedding festivities. Anyway, it was fascinating. So I didn't have any White Claw that weekend, but that was my first time seeing really that people will truly drink White Claw at any hour of the day. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So like- I I sound so naive. Oh yeah, we are. When I went to buy this, like I didn't really understand like what the format was. Like it comes in a 12 can box. Okay. And- That's called a 12 pack. 12, a 12. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> is, that, is that the same as a case? How I, much is a case? I, th- I think. What's a half rack? Oh, God. Now, Matthew, <laughs> you're getting into really technical speak. I don't know. It's a pony keg. Um, so I wanted to get like a range of flavors, and luckily there's a variety pack. I also wanted to try plain, but that would have involved buying another 12-pack. Okay. So I, I did I, not. I feel that you made the right call okay. here. So right now... There are a bunch of different brands of this stuff. Obviously, White Claw is far and away the the like category leader. Mm-hmm. But according to Wikipedia, current brands are White Claw, Truly. I saw this. Yeah. Polar. Maybe saw that. Smirnoff. I didn't know Smirnoff had like a hard seltzer. Well, I, I mean, they had you they know have they, Smirnoff Ice, which Smirnoff we'll get ice, to in a second. Well, but it, it makes sense because like Smirnoff Ice is like a Mike's Hard Lemonade. Yep, hold, and on, so, hold on, hold oh, on, we're gonna get there. Okay. Bon and Viv. Yeah, I've seen it. Nude, maybe, and, and neutral with an umlaut. That just sounds like Nutria, right? Yeah, doesn't it? It sounds like it's gonna be a cute rodent. Are are they Nutria cute? Uh, I think they're really cute. I okay. think they're gonna look like big groundhogs. Did you 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 have one as a pet now, don't you? I can tell. <laughs> anyway, so you know, I, I think that the appeal here is, uh, at least from what I read, you know, lower calorie than other alcoholic drinks, uh-huh. and it's lower in sugar and carbs. If you're looking, yeah, this to one I'm looking at here says zero sugar and carbs. Okay, interesting. Is that because it has like NutraSweet or something? I don't know. This is a different brand. This is San Juan Seltzer. People say that this is refreshing. Anyway, so yeah, yeah because know. it's fermented with sugar instead of malted barley, it makes it lower in sugar and carbs if, if you're trying to drink your alcohol and, and, and save on those things. Anyway, it's possibly a lower, uh, it's possibly an extension of like the light beer trend, right? Yeah, sure. So um, I, I listened to this interview on Planet Money. Yes. With this guy named Josh Barrow, who is from New York Magazine. And he was saying that basically uh, hard seltzer is a beer so light, it's not a beer at all. Oh, yeah. That, that was that his, his idea. It's kind of this like, I want to return to the bro thing. It's like this really 
it seems like an unlikely favorite for a bro. It's like That's true. In this slender can that looks I think stereotypically marketed toward women. I'm I'm afraid of the slender can. I feel like this slender can is like the Virginia Slims of cans. Oh, I've, wow, I haven't thought about Virginia Slims right? in a long time. Right? But I found this great article on Business Insider, and I'd like like to read you a quote from it. Though Ben Shea, a producer in Santa Monica, said the men, he he took some, excuse me, I should give some background. Context, yeah. Context. Ben Shea, our producer in Santa Monica. No, Abby Circatella is our producer. (laughs) Ben Shea, a producer in Santa Monica, who I'm about to quote. He picked up a uh, a 12-pack of White Claw and took it to like a weekend get together with the guys. Okay. okay. This is an amazing story so far. <laughs> so quote from Business Insider. Though Ben Shea said the men teased him upon seeing the sleek white cans slinging insults about the seemingly girlish drink, they spent the weekend drinking it to excess. Quote, I'm a bro. I do dude things and get stoked and all that. Nobody End said quote. that. Shea said. Quote, but I also just feel comfortable saying I like White Claw and that it's good, end quote. Wait, I hold I on, can't tell. Hold on. I, Shea and his crew are not alone. At barbecues, on beaches, and at frat parties, legions of men are suddenly singing the praises of hard cider. It's I mean, hard seltzer. Like hard seltzer. Hard cider. Have we done a hard cider episode? I don't think so. Don't, oh, we don't, do that. don't change the topic. Okay, wait. Okay, so... so the way you made it the sound way he said is this. I do dude things and get stoked and all that. Well, first of all, yeah, it sounds it sounds like he's like a robot trying to infiltrate a frat house, right? right. I do dude things, or, or like I a or get, like a child, stoked. like like a six year old, two six year olds in a, in a trench coat. I do dude things. I get, I get stoked. Can I have some white cloth? Um, it sounds from the article like he brought a 12 pack of White Claw <laughs> and he and a bunch of his bros got totally fucked up on 12 cans of White Claw. <laughs> I think they probably discovered how awesome the claw was and, and they, they went, had to and go out more. and get more. Right. Or maybe yeah. they just like found some in the woods. <laughs> Okay, can we like, drink some? Do you some? mean like in Stranger Things when Hopper is leaving like muffins in the woods for Eleven? Uh, waffles, but yes. <laughs> I mean, probably. Maybe muffins were on sale. Maybe he left some some untoasted okay. English okay, muffins. Okay, so before we get around to drinking this, can, can we talk really about like why this is probably so big right now other yeah. than the fact that it's like uh, low calorie, that seltzer in general is popular, whatever. Mm-hmm. So again, from this Planet Money piece, I'm a grown up. I do, <laughs> I do big boy. I mean, dude things. <laughs> okay, so White Claw probably got so big this year, not only due to like buzz and marketing and I can wipe seltzer, myself now, <laughs> but also because it benefits from alcohol tax policy. Now, oh, as yeah. everyone knows, this is the part of the show we look forward to the most. Tax policy time. Tax policy is lit. Okay. So hard seltzer is a fermented beverage. Okay. Like Like a beer. beer. Yeah. And by the way, you mentioned Mike's hard lemonade. Yes. And Smirnoff ice and like Zima, Mm -hmm. for instance. Oh, yeah. So these things are also fermented beverages like beer. Okay. They are malternatives. Oh, I've heard that. Don't like it. Uh, made from grains like barley, etc. Uh, by the way, have you ever seen someone get iced? 
I've heard of it, but no. Have you? Ash's sister got iced. So this at is when her own wedding, and the her makeup artist came up to her and was like, "I just need to do a, a like a little touch up." She's sitting at the at the dinner table with like the wedding party. Ash's sister is like, "Oh, okay." And the the makeup artist opens her like little you know sleeve thing that okay. she keeps her makeup in. Whatever kit, kit. Okay. Yeah. And in it is a Smirnoff ice, upon which it is required that you, if you are the recipient of the Smirnoff ice, you must get down on one knee and drink it in one go. And this is getting iced. Do you have to say anything when you ice someone? Like, um, you got iced, bro? I think probably. Okay. Wait, can I? Anyway, but so she she did it. She got down on one knee and she drank that shit. Hold I know, on. No, don't I know you're going to tell me. I'm not reading read the it. article. I just noticed that it says like in a link on this article I that know. Molly's going to talk about. It, it says I know. there's a related story getting crunk in the keto drunk community. I have never <laughs> understood something less or wanted to understand it less. <laughs> I have been driving around with this article in my car uh-huh. for two days and my eyes just getting keep landing on that progressively crunker. Yeah, I'm getting progressively crunker, crunker just by, by reading yeah. that sentence. So anyway, okay. So here's the deal, all right? When you have something that is a fermented beverage made from grain, yes. it's going to taste malty. It's going to have a little bit of a beery kind sure. of flavor, okay? So things like Smirnoff Ice, Mike's Hard Lemonade, they have like sugar and all these like citrusy flavors to mask So they're literally light flavor. beers with a bunch of sugar and shit added to them. Sugar okay. and flavorings. Yeah. Yes. Yes, exactly. Okay. What White Claw does differently... Yeah. And I'm guessing by White Claw, Planet Money, yeah. Planet Money said White Claw, but I'm thinking all these. They ferment sugar instead of a base of grain. So it, it, what you wind up with is like the flavor of alcohol, but not this like grain flavor that you then have to mask. So if I can set you up for the next part, why do that rather than just buying cheap vodka yeah. and mixing it with seltzer and okay. putting it in so a can? So here's the deal. So hard seltzer is not distilled like vodka. We're going okay. to take a step back from what you're All saying, right. okay? So w- when you make vodka, right, you take grains, you ferment them, yeah, and then you, you dis- filter it. Then you filter it yeah. and then you distill it, right. right? So it's concentrated. So like fermented beverages like like beer or Mike's Hard Lemonade or whatever, they don't do that distilling and concentrating step. Okay. okay? And what's and why and not? here's why not, okay? So beer in most states, is taxed at a much lower rate than distilled beverages. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. Here comes the tax policy. Yeah, so this is part of why there are so few, like, commercial pre-mixed cocktails. I've had, I had one recently that was like a, like a tequila and soda in a can, and it was very expensive. Yes, so here's the thing. In the U.S., at least, I mean, in other places... Anything goes. Anything goes. In the U.S., um, taxes are punishing for more so for these products made from distilled liquor even than the distilled liquor itself. Not only because these are hard alcohols more likely to be abused, people get drunk on it, it's got a higher social cost, but also because of lobbying. Like for instance, in the state of California, the wine lobby is really powerful. So they've lobbied for wine to have a Uh, lower tax rate. Than, than hard liquor. Than hard liquor, correct. So people who wanted to be able to make an easy drinking beverage that could be sold pre-mixed, right? Like, uh, like either a hard seltzer or a Mike's Hard Lemonade or whatever. 
you know, they could have done that by taking like a soda and adding vodka to it. But then but they would have, have to, to charge pay way higher taxes. Yeah. So instead, what they're doing is just f- making a fermented beverage like beer because it'll be taxed like beer. But it's not. This is not a beer. Correct. So hard seltzer in particular is made by fermenting sugar, not grains. Oh. So I don't really understand how that works. Well, I mean, I think you make some sugar water and you throw in like a fermentation culture. Okay, helpful bacteria. And yeast, yeah. Apparently it can be made at home, either by fermenting a sugar brew. I wouldn't do that. (laughs) I know. Or carbonating a watered down spirit like vodka or Everclear. I mean, I guess, actually, like, I guess if you you homebrew beer, it would be like that, but easier. Yeah. But why? Yeah. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. It seems like this stuff has become really popular because it is real easy drinking. And it's as cheap as beer. Or is it as cheap as beer? I mean, um, I, you, I didn't buy these. It's comparable. I think it was like, I think this was like $12 plus tax for a 12-pack, something like that. Oh. Yeah, I mean, that so, yeah. that seems very reasonable. Right. Given especially I mean, that like a like a locally made six-pack of beer here in Seattle could sure. easily be ten ninety nine. Oh, yeah. So I'm switching to this, I guess. I haven't tasted it yet, but okay. so, I, like you, I'm a cheapskate. So let's get tasting. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna read uh, this Esquire article that's gonna give you some zingy quotes and stats. Oh bruh. as zingy as quotes from, from Ben Shea, our favorite yes, our favorite our, dude our who our does favorite, dude things. Our favorite dude who gets and, stoked. And is emphatically not two six year olds in a trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> it's a trench coat. Trench coat. <laughs> a trench is like something they would talk about on Planet Money. Yeah. Okay. okay. So where do we begin? How do we cheese plate this? I think that we've got to start. Did you say that this local one is unflavored? No, I, I did not get an unflavored one. This is Fuji Apple. Okay. So these are basically designed to taste like vodka soda. So okay. I think we should start with the lime flavored right. one. Because I think of like a vodka soda having like lime or lemon squeezed into it. Oh, I didn't open it right next to the microphone. Do you do you ever order a vodka soda? No. Me neither. Do you? I, I never have. Um, uh, wife of the show, Lori, likes a vodka cranberry. Oh, well, that, that's kind of like a version of a, isn't that sort of like a Cosmo? It's it's sort of like a Cosmo. I don't know what else is in a Cosmo. Wow, Matthew. Cheers. Cheers. Um, I think I poured way too much. I think you, you big time did. Hold on. I'm looking up some of the things I'm supposed to say. Claw me, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you got clawed. That's fine. It tastes like a, it tastes like a vodka soda if i've ever had one um i, I think i've had one it's it's sweet <laughs> it's sweeter one. than i expected it's kind of like it starts out being a little bit like a sprite yeah it's quite spritey this the lime one it starts out a bit like a sprite and then it turns into a vodka similar flavor maybe i guess that's just the taste of 
alcohol? Yeah, I think so. Well, and I, I also listened to the Planet Money episode. Now we can admit it. I listened to the Planet Money episode too. And I think, I feel like on the episode they said that like in, in a blind tasting, like you can't really tell the difference between a vodka soda and a White Claw. Hmm. I do um, think that... We did like a lemon lime soda episode. Yeah, didn't we? I think I think our determination was we didn't think lemon lime soda was very good. Did, I seem to remember that some of them had this sort of like artificial sugar aftertaste, yeah. artificial sweetener aftertaste. Despite I don't think we tasted any diet ones. I don't think we did either. But I feel like I'm getting that like uh, saccharin or aspartame aftertaste here. Does yeah, this have, I know. Does I know this what have you mean. real sh- sugar in it? Yeah, it does. It's uh, this has ingredients. So. Uh, Carbonated water, alcohol, natural flavors, natural cane sugar, citral, citral acid, citric acid, natural lime juice concentrate, sodium mm. citrate. You know, it's not bad. Yeah, it's it's fine. It's fine. Ash has come to notice that I say fine in a dismissive way a lot when uh-huh. I'm talking about things I don't oh, really yeah, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, you when definitely I'm, When do I'm that. being a snob asshole, snobby asshole. Oh, yeah, I do it too. Anyway, and so Ash has come to call it the Weisenberg fine. Oh, I like that. Like, oh, do you give it the Weisenberg fine? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got I got hit with the Weisenberg fine for uh, <laughs> selling for not paying tax on my distilled beverages. <laughs> okay, all right, Matthew. I don't know if we actually need to open a taste to all of these, but no, how no, about no, ras- no, wait, no, let's not do raspberry. Yeah, let's do um, black cherry and grapefruit because these are very popular. Oh, these okay. two. Ruby grapefruit. Yeah, see, the thing is, I don't really like the flavored seltzers. I th- I'm sure we determined this on the uh, episode where we tasted flavored seltzers. What's it, La- the LaCroix episode? Oh, mm, mm, okay. I could, I could, I'd go down on this. Yeah, this ruby grapefruit it's, it's is not kind bad. Of, it's like a fresca. Yeah, it's totally fresca-like. Oh, Matthew, let's just take the rest of the day off and sit outside. We could sit outside on my balcony drinking claws for the rest of the day. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this is this fine. Is, See, I Oh I my think, god, you just said it was fine. <laughs> you can't even give it a good? This is good. I feel like what I really want, and now I kind of wish I'd sprung for the plain. Like I want like a plain one of these with a squeeze of real lime juice, fresh lime juice. Wouldn't that be good? I still feel like if I had the option, I mean if if I had to have a cocktail that was not going to be super flavorful. Okay. Mm-hmm. I feel like these are like, like when you, I, I've so many times I've heard you go up to the bar and say, "Give me something not super flavorful." Well, like I really like a boozy cocktail, uh-huh. right? I mean, I love a Negroni. I love a Manhattan. Yeah. Um. So I am someone who really likes bitter flavors. The taste of alcohol. I want my alcohol to have a, a flavor besides just alcohol. Sure. Um. But I. But I feel like these are trying to cover up the flavor of alcohol, but there's just enough plain alcohol flavor to be kind of not the flavor I want when I'm drinking alcohol. Interesting. Do you know what I want? I I mean, I think that's... I think that's why I tend to not order vodka sodas because it just tastes like alcohol. Like sure. vodka t- just tastes like alcohol. That's really. what it is. Yes. I mean, of course, it has a flavor to it. Not really. <laughs> but um, I, I I like things that have more flavor. I think I think you just like hit the claw wall right there. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I'm concerned that you know how like Do you already like a, feel it a pool no of no way. a pool of standing water like attracts disease ridden mosquitoes this this dump bucket of white claw i feel is going to attract a swarm of bros to our studio like uh, no, it's ben, just gonna, ben and his friends are going to show up all wearing trench coats gonna attract a like whole bunch suspicious of trench kids coats. balanced on each other's shoulders yeah, like hey we heard we heard there was a party and we're totally stoked and 
we're adults. <laughs> Matthew, will you open the black cherry? Yeah. I have a feeling this one's going to be really bad. What do you think Watzel will think of these? Wife of the show, Lori. I think we got this once. Not not White Claw brand, but I think before White Claw really became a thing, I think there was a Trader Joe's version that we were like, hey, hard seltzer. That sounds interesting. Oh my gosh. So I don't like cherry flavored things, but as far as cherry flavored things go, this is okay. Yeah, this is not bad at all. It's not a cough syrupy cherry. It's got a kind of nice sour. No, it's, to it's it. more like a hard candy, like a Jolly Rancher. This stuff is weird, though. Like, I feel like this stuff mm-hmm. is saying to me as I drink it, I'm going to make you hurt. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, and they're you get, singing. You get Trent Reznor in yeah, every I was going to say, there's <laughs> just like Trent Reznor. Uh huh. God, I had such a crush on Trent Reznor. Trent Reznor is great. I like, know we've talked about this uh, on the show, and I mean, whatever, I don't, I don't know, like how he is as a person, but, but like uh, the fact that he's taken like this, this like singular musical vision that re- could have easily just burned out and disappeared after one album and yeah. made like a, a really like serious career out of it. He, I, I feel like a, that's the most patronizing way. I could have said that. Great job, Trent Reznor. Like, <laughs> yeah, well, you needed our stamp of approval. I was saying to June last night. I made her come take a dance class with me last night. <laughs> and she hated it. <laughs> and as we were leaving, she she was also it was just the wrong time of night, mm-hmm. and she started to melt down and stuff. And she started yelling about how she was never going to do that again. Yeah, sure. And I was like, June, it would be sufficient just to say. That class wasn't for me. Yeah. <laughs> and Matthew, I this think is, that that's what you're trying to say. Right, this like, is a lesson that, that parents try to teach kids. It never works. No, no. They, what, they need, uh, no kid has they, ever said, like, trench coat or no trench coat. No kid has ever said, uh, I don't care for that, or that just wasn't for me. <laughs> like, that's, that's how you can pick out a kid in a trench coat. That's true. That's true, because they're the ones being like, I'm never going to have a white claw again yeah. if you won't let me have one right now. Oh, but the thing is, obviously, I'm not, I'm not like ecstatic about White Claw. It's okay, but there's like eight more cans in my fridge. <laughs> I'm gonna drink them. You are? Yeah, I think so. God, you know, if you left them in the laundry room of your apartment building, somebody I've would be. I've had stoked. this conversation uh, with wife of the show Lori before, and we we decided like putting out free alcohol is not okay. <laughs> Oh, I didn't think about that. <laughs> like, you know, maybe there's someone in recovery and like you put out like a pile of free alcohol in the laundry room. That doesn't seem fair. Or a teenager. Yeah, or or a, or a six-year-old in a trench coat. Two <laughs> six-year-olds in a trench coat. And they would have to share like one can. That seems sad. Okay, so hold on. Can we when, re- when the two year olds when the two six year olds in the trench coat drink the white claw, like does the one on the bottom get it through like a sort of a trickle down scenario? So I'm going to read um, a Speaking little bit. Speaking of economic policy. I'm going to read a little bit from this Esquire article by Aaron Goldfarb. Uh, this, okay. This, um, I'll crack open a raspberry. This came out on July 31st of 2019. And the headline is, What Comes After the Spiked Seltzer Bubble Bursts? Oh, that's a good question. This is the question we've all been wondering, folks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been um, wondering that question for the last 30 minutes. So I, I went through and, and highlighted some. Raspberry's terrible. It's it's terrible. Okay. It smells awful. So White Claw currently accounts for more than half of the entire hard seltzer market. Okay. It would rank as the eighth best-selling beer in the entire country. If it were if a If it were beer. a beer. And uh, it has become the favorite hard seltzer among younger drinkers who say they're clawing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't wait for... Uh, uh, 
when Christmas rolls around, their uh, their annual Santa Claus promotion. Um, okay, I've got some some quotes. This one is from Chantille Reichel. Okay, uh, a thirty five year old Tampa resident. <laughs> okay, okay. I can't uh, wait. she says we refer to it as sexy water. I I. <laughs> I don't like that at all. And she says that she she came to drink White Claw by way of being a, quote, LaCroix addict, an origin mm-hmm. story repeated by many. That makes sense. Yeah. Okay. Um, only 4% of households have ever bought a White Claw. Oh, but when was that article from? Like two weeks ago? It's up to 27%. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, hang on. So here we go. Here, here's a... Here's... But, I mean, now my, my household is now one of those. I'm so proud. Uh, wow. You should be. Okay. Here we go. Uh, Here's a quote from Chelsea Phillips, vice president of the Beyond Beer Division at Anheuser-Busch. Generally, we think of a Venn diagram of three circles. Picture it. Sure. Wine, beer, and spirits. Okay. Traditional categories. I got it. Now, says Chelsea Phillips. Wait. How does that constitute a Venn diagram? Because that implies that the circles overlap and there are some things that are wine, wine and, and beer, beer or beer and spirits or all three at once. Okay, let's I see. don't think this person understands Venn diagrams. No, but I wonder if 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 it's actually more like Aaron Goldfarb. Markets for those things, Yeah, markets right? okay. for those things. Like some yeah. people buy Correct. two or more of those. Okay. So, says Chelsea Phillips, what's happened is the circles have started to become ovals and have begun to merge into a fourth space with flavor as the primary attraction. That was the most meaningless thing you've <laughs> right? ever said. I kind of <laughs> I'm stunned. Too. I don't know what to say. Because, wait, is flavor not an attraction of wine, beer, or hard alcohol? Uh, what? Uh, what are these Venn what, diagrams? Why do of? the circles become ovals? What does that mean? And they become to merge into a, into a fourth, fourth space. Like this uh. person just took mushrooms. Like, <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. So, uh, oh, Bon and Viv, the brand, is okay. made by Anheuser Busch. All right, and White Claws flavorless hard seltzer is called Pure. Yeah, okay. I noticed that. You got any more crazy quotes for me? (laughs) Uh, Here we go. If even flavorless hard seltzer Mm -hmm. is a little too spicy for your palate, there's Pura Still. I saw this. I'm so glad you mentioned this. From Fifeco USA that Uh makes fermented, okay, that takes fermented malted barley and cane sugar and filters it into flat water. I saw this at the store that alcoholic terrible. water alcoholic water so matthew I, this article the the basic the the punchline here yes. is so if rosé i just said that like i was saying it for the first time <laughs> As, like a rose colored <laughs> wine like imagine if there were a wine that were neither red nor white but the the merging <laughs> Like, imagine the red and white wine circles turned into ovals and bled into each other in, like, a third dimension of wine. Please continue. And then what if you froze it? Then you could call it froze. Wait, according to this diagram you're holding up, froze is (laughs) over? But it's so good. Froze is over. It was the the drink of 2018. Hard (laughs) seltzer is the drink of 2019. 
and question mark, question mark, question mark. But according, we're gonna we're gonna post a photo of Molly holding up this diagram. <laughs> but the the twenty twenty question mark, question mark. It, whatever it is, it comes in a jet black can, it's and I am ready for so it. So metal. It's, yeah. Anyway, but <laughs> so so basically, what this article winds up speculating is that maybe alcoholic water, just flat water, is going to be the drink of twenty twenty. I have a question. You, I can't wait you to mentioned get to earlier that uh, that you you might be looking for a job sometime soon. What about the job of shaking up the cans at, of uh, hard seltzer to make hard still water at the factory. I assume that's how they make it, just so it shakes it till all the carbonation's yeah, gone. Yeah, you just take a pony keg and you put it on your lap and you just sway back and forth for a long time. I think you'd be so you good know, at this. You know, Rachel at RGB used mm-hmm. to have to do that like manually with every single pony keg of RGB. Do what? what? Carbonate it that way. Oh, no, no, but, but this is that you're uncarbonating. Oh, right. Because you're, you're, Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> this will be more sorry, fun because you, you're gonna is... like have a can in each hand, just like dancing around the factory, like shaking them up, and like fizz is flying everywhere, like a, like a some kind of music video. Hmm. It's like flash dance, but you instead of working at a welding factory, you you work at the at the White Claw subsidiary factory and and you're a, a nighttime you can't shake I, i'm a nighttime shaker that's right you shake your cans <laughs> anyway i saw an illustration on instagram last night uh, by the illustrator jack shogren who lives in los angeles it was hilarious it is a line drawing of like a, a you know a um like a stereotypical ghost, like somebody with a sheet over them. And it says, lady in the streets, ghost in the sheet. <laughs> Wait, you didn't try me. the raspberry yet, did you? Uh, Jack Shogren, we will find a way to link to that. It okay. was delightful. Wait, Happy here's, Halloween. Here's the raspberry. I don't want to try the raspberry. Can you at least smell, smell it? it? It smells bad, right? Oh, hold on. If you like the raspberry, we're done. Oh, no. The raspberry has this... They all have this funny, sweet aftertaste. I like it until I swallow it. I like it until I swallow it. Okay. Okay. So... Oh, um, is this the green apple? This is the green apple San Juan seltzer. It's local. This smells... It smells kind of musty, I would say. It smells like a... Like like an alcoholic hard cider a little bit. Mm -hmm. Um, I kind of like how tart it is. Yeah, it's okay. It's very Jolly Mm Ranchery. It doesn't have that same aftertaste. No, and this one this one ends up with less sugar than the White Claw. I kind of like this mm-hmm. one. Yeah. What, I don't like the smell. What's the ABV of this one? Um, I think they're all around 5%. I don't know if it says. Under a certain percent. Oh, no, no, no. no I'm sorry. Uh, 4.2%. So wait a minute. How is it that these... Huh. Okay. Does that one have... And real, White Claw is 5%. How does that one have zero sugar in it? That concerns me. Again. Well, I mean, just is it just that it's fully fermented? Maybe. Like it's like it's fermented dry. So alcohol from cane sugar. Mm-hmm. Okay. Natural apple essence. Blah, blah, blah. Okay. Yeah. Well, wow. Okay. So uh, pretty much all of our listeners have turned the show off by now. Yeah. Yeah. And Matthew, what should we talk about now that we well, don't have I mean, to worry about, about our, pleasing Our older anyone? listeners have turned the show off because we're insufferable. Our younger listeners have turned the show off because they went to get trench coats and go score some White Claw with their yeah. bros. Yeah. Or they just got tired of hearing us not know anything about White Claw. Yeah. You think our average, the average spilled milk listener is already a White Claw expert? 
I mean, I know I, I'm not saying our listeners are not on the cutting edge of the culinary world. They, obviously, they are. But only 8% of households have bought a White Claw. I mean, among our 4%. listeners. 4%. 4%? 4%, 4% is what Okay, so say is. our listeners like 10%. That still leaves 90% of listeners who need to, to like know the claw. <laughs> you even claw, bro? <laughs> Um, Matthew, I think that we need to do, I feel like I'm feeling this alcohol, but then mm-hmm. again, it is like 12, 21 PM. And so far we've eaten salad. Yeah. I think we need to do an episode of CBD be- beverages. Oh, okay. Um, Are those expensive? I don't know. I'm having a hard time even imagining. I've never had just a CBD experience, like with no THC involved. Yeah, I don't think I have either. So I'm having a hard time imagining what it would be like. Does it just sort of like make your body like feel good, but it doesn't give you like a brain high? There's only one I way to find don't out. Know. Stay tuned down the line. Stay tuned down the line, we always say. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm 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 starting to get nervous that I'm going to knock over one of these cans and ruin everything. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm feeling a little... Yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, you can find us online at SpilledMilkPodcast.com and Facebook.com slash SpilledMilkPodcast. You know, Let us know. Do you know what would be do you real? Claw? Do, you, do you know what would be pretty good? Yeah, what? Some Pillsbury Crescent Rolls right now. I may be. I may have baked them all. We'll, we'll check. Okay. Um, all right. Uh, okay. Well, anyway, um, so yeah. Tell us what your favorite brand of hard seltzer is and your favorite flavor. Yeah. And like, is there is there like a, what's the next beverage category? Yeah. What, we want to hear from you. Like, what is this thing that comes in a black can <laughs> that we're all going to be drinking next year at this time? I mean, there's also like fermented green tea. Uh, I mean, I drink no? green tea all day. I don't think I would enjoy that. So like, yeah, no? Okay. I would try uh, What it. about, so I've also seen references to a fermented honey drink. Isn't that mead? But like. I suppose. But not that strong. I yeah, think it would okay. probably be watered down. Watered down mead. And then of Love co- it. <laughs> and then of course, flat alcoholic water, which are three <laughs> words that I just don't feel great about seeing together. I'll be honest. Oh God. Okay. I'm Molly Weisenberg. <laughs> and, uh, wait, no, no, no. We can't just like skip over the closing joke. That's okay, not fair. Thank That's not you for fair listening to, our... to Spilled Milk. Because, oh, because. Uh, wait, I forgot wait, wait. to mention the brew pure process. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was not an ad for White Claw. <laughs> but like, I don't know. There's probably like, can, can our podcast get some kind of tax breaks for not having any real food content in it? <laughs> I'm Matthew Hamster Burton. I'm Molly Weisenberg. Ain't no party like a like a white claw made pure party. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.